When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So you have come here for information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. We dug up a lot of good dirt. dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Listen and learn. Phil Nicholson edged Tiger Woods in their $9 million showdown on Friday, but it took four playoff holes to be decided. Um, this is what's crazy, though. People were watching this on pay-per-view, and then a technical glitch ended up causing it to be streamed for free. Online, so cable companies are refunding the twenty dollars to people who paid it to see it on pay per view. (gasps) (laughs) Whoops! Yep. Hey, when that happens. Yep. Sorry, cable companies. (laughs) Uh, Rita Ora, she got called out for lip syncing on her Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade float. Uh Uh-oh. John Legend was like, listen, everybody does this. The floats don't have the capacity as mobile units to handle those sound requirements. No. It's ridiculous. We all see people lip syncing. It's funny. Yep. I mean, it's just technically not... I mean... There's just limitations. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't love lip syncing, but sometimes you have to. It's yeah. fun to watch bad lip syncing. <laughs> we're lip syncing right now, actually. <laughs> right. And if they were singing live, oh, that would not have sounded very good. No. It isn't. And I just feel like that just, you know, once you get the gig, you think it's really cool, but it's got to be ugh, a nightmare just singing yeah. the same, like, three songs over and over. Yep. All right. Uh, you know the show Storage Wars? Well, one of the Storage Wars guys sold a unit, and the new owner of the unit found (gasps) $7.5 million in cash in it. I really don't understand how this happened, but... How did that... Yes. The original owner of the unit contacted the new guy and offered him $1.2 million to return the rest of the cash, and the guy agreed. He did? He agreed, yeah. Well, that's a well, it could, guy that? of the year. That amount of money, though, you're probably like, I don't want to deal drug money. What is that? I'll that's deal a lot. with it. You want, <laughs> like, it will this fine. guy bother me for the rest of my life no. if you didn't say yes? That's true. I mean, still $1.2 million for a $500 unit. But you could have gotten $7.5 million. Anyway. True, yeah. true. Oh, my greedy ass here. I'm like, I want all of it. <laughs> all right. On TV tonight, we have Monday Night Football, the Texans and the Titans. Uh, we have the Great Christmas Tree Light Fight on ABC. That's the sixth season premiere. Uh, the Voice is on tonight. And we also have on Watch What Happens Live, Sean Hayes. And the star of Orphan Black, Tatiana Maslany. Is that Maslany? Maslany. Yep. All right. It's a great show. That's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. 
Thank you for the update, honey. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Report back to me in an hour. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Welcome back, everybody. 805. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Everything Simba. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. We so appreciate you being here. Uh, we have the Dirt Alert coming up. And then uh, at 8.30, the one, the only, Dreamweaver Dawn. So if you had a wacky dream, and while I had a weird one, I had a weird one last night that I can't really remember. I was just tossing and turning last night, but I, I was having weird dreams. And I, if I think hard enough, I, I, I want to remember one of them because it freaked me out just a little bit. But anyway, uh, get your dreams ready. Uh, Dreamweaver at its new time now, 930, 830 Central, right here on Jason and Alexis in the morning. <laughs> but right now, the biggest entertainment story, and this is usually what happens uh, around Thanksgiving, almost through Christmas celebrities go in inside caves and they don't do anything so it's there's very little to talk about uh on uh, on shows like this because celebrities are very uh, dormant mm-hmm. <laughs> we we wish they weren't but the biggest entertainment story of thanksgiving was the release of the lion king trailer on thanksgiving disney dropped it didn't really advertise they were dropping it put it in movie theaters and online at the same time most of it is visual but this is the live action Lion King, which is going to be released next summer. I will play you just a little bit of James Earl Jones, who's returning as Mufasa. Um, this is almost a frame by frame recreation of the trailer for the animated Lion King from 1994. Take a listen. Everything the light touches is our kingdom. But a king's time as ruler rises and falls like the sun. One day, the sun will set on my time here and will rise with you as the new king. Then you see Pride Rock. Oh, and your heart just bursts. In the presentation of Simba. This is my favorite. I mean, I love The Lion King. I People lost their minds on Thanksgiving. You would think people would be tweeting about their uh, Black Friday deals or their family. No. Mm-hmm. Everybody was talking about this. Oh, so excited. Like this massive nostalgia. You just think, wow, that's right. How, how long has it been since I've seen it? And what a great way to do it, because they look so furry and friendly and cute. <laughs> and not scary, like yeah. Paddington Bear, right, Lex? No, not scary and fear, extra fierce looking. Actually, cuddly and sweet. But not everyone was feeling that way. You no, read some haters. I did read some haters, and I was kind of surprised. Some of them questioning whether it's considered live action or not. And then on okay. top of that, yeah. Okay, then, it's, it's talking animals. I mean, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, right. And then on top of that, that it's an exact recreation. Thinking this is just the trailer. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, so that the animators, they said, okay, well, those 
those the animators who made the original film, they're not getting any credit or getting any pay for this. Well, okay, I'm like, sure how there does is. That work? Okay. Well, I'm sure there is some sort of deal. I'm sure. Well, they yeah. are. They they have gotten credit for for goodness sake, uh, and it's the same company. So it's not like they're. It's not like another company is right. stealing Disney assets. And yeah. you know when you the directors know the writers know when you write a movie like that, it's Disney property. I mean, be it right, be it wrong. Yeah, Disney can make snow cones out of it. You know what I mean? It's it's yep. that's so that's I, whatever. But the whole thing of it being a, a is it live action or not live action. OK, first of all, <laughs> it's not I mean, it is, but it's not. I mean, it's 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 mm-hmm. still kind of animation because <laughs> it's computer animation and they're using uh, not stop motion, but they're using um Oh, I can't think of the term that I'm. Uh, yeah. It's what Andy Sir, uh, Andy. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. For, circus um, does with like Gollum and all of that. Anyway, your people are screaming apes. at the radio. Yeah, they're screaming at the radio right now. But anyway, that for motion is, capture. Thank you, motion capture. Motion capture. Thank you. It, so it is in a way, but I I can't tell you. I can't begin to tell you how fantastic of a marketing job this was my buddy carl forwarded me this this tweet from this media commentator and i completely agree talking about how brilliant this strategy was because think about it this is what you're probably not thinking of think about the brilliance of dropping this trailer on thanksgiving and here's why all the millennials that grew up with the lion king as children They are now in their 20s, maybe early 30s. They are now home. They're home on Thanksgiving. They just ate dinner. They're sitting in their childhood rooms, their childhood living rooms with their family, filled with nostalgia already. And then this trailer drops. It's it could not have been planned better. Mm-hmm. It couldn't. It's genius. It's genius. Whoever the marketing woman was, whatever, I don't know if it's Disney's in-house marketers, whatever team decided this should get like the the advertising Oscar because it's brilliant. It's And it's by no accident. And as far as it being, a, I was telling Lex, I'm such a nerd that I remember this. I worked in a movie theater when The Lion King was released in 94. And the reason John Favreau and this trailer is the way that it is, a shot for shot recreation, again, not an accident. Because mm-hmm. the lion the lion the king the no, yeah, everything, the visuals, the the uh the mountain which the mountain Pride name Rock. escapes Pride Rock. Everything is is intentional because that trailer when it was released for the animated Lion King in 94 was unlike any trailer that had been released before that point. And what I mean by that is usually up until that point, trailers were usually um, a mix of different scenes from different parts of the movie with an announcer going, you know, this Christmas, Tim Allen, you know, whatever. Don't forget the superlatives. Yes. The most magical <laughs> trip ever. You know, <laughs> now this trailer came out and all it was, was the opening musical sequence, which was the circle of life. Disney had never done anything like that before. And I worked at that movie theater, and I remember I told Lex, I got an alert 
I got, well, back then it wasn't an email. You got a piece of paper. It was a piece of paper. Girl, yeah. It was was felt, you know. Hear he, hear he. Uh, (laughs) Someone from Disney. Exactly. Unroll the scroll. Your theater shall play this trailer. No, but it was the trailer. We had to get an alert because the trailer was longer than most trailers. So it is by no accident. And it's sheer brilliance that this trailer is a redo of the trailer of the original. I mean, the shots are the same. The gazelle looking up, or uh, I don't think that's a gazelle. The the animal that was drinking water and looks up is that a a, a, mm. a bee not a bee do but anyway and then the 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 elephants marching in front of the mountain and the birds flying over the body of water all of those shots are in the are in the animated Lion King the 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 shot of the stampede all of that it's not an accident oh and Simba. Oh, Lex, Simba. you approve of Simba? Oh, Simba looks so cute. You get cute aggression. You watch it, and you're just like, because. Mmm, so and then, the, <laughs> what, what the, then the names. Is that? <laughs> this cute aggression, and then there's also uh, the stars that are going to be in it too. We have Beyonce as Nala. We have Donald Glover, little little Simba, Seth Rogen's in it. Billy Eichner, just amazing people. James Earl Jones, you heard him. He's John bad. Oliver as Zazu, yes. which is the best casting ever. <laughs> so funny. I can't wait to hear Zazu's yeah. first words as John with John Oliver doing oh. Zazu. Time for the morning report. Yeah. <laughs> now we just have to wait for July 19th. Oh, I'm so excited. Because Lion King is my favorite. It's oh. just mm-hmm. my... And Disney had no Same. faith in it. The people within Disney, none of the animators wanted to work on it. Everybody wanted to work on Pocahontas, which was in development at the same time. <laughs> and I know, as you laugh, because it's true. Everybody, oh. all the animators were poo-pooing. No one wanted to be assigned to The Lion King because it was an original story. I mean, it's Hamlet, but it was an original story, and everyone thought it was going to be a disaster. And they thought that Pocahontas was going to be the, the surefire hit. Boy. The were they wrong? Of the wind were wrong, girl. Yeah, the yeah. Co- yeah. They were blowing toward the animal kingdom. <laughs> I mean, it was just again. I'm old, Dawn. You, Lex, you were a little younger, but it was just a massive hit. It I mean, was it, my. I also worked in a movie theater, except I wasn't a manager. I was just taking tickets. Um, <laughs> that's all right, girl. <laughs> but but uh, my daughter was uh, two. And so I got that cassette tape and would play it in the car for her, and she just fell in love with it. And we listened to it like solidly for a year. Like that's all she wanted to listen to. So she knows every word, and she is, you know, 27 now. So, yeah. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh so cute. Well, I so was 14 cute. at the time, so I wasn't, you know, I remember going, and yeah. all my siblings are millennials, so they, oh, just same. We just absolutely loved it. I remember in high school, we sang, um, uh, what the we sang that song in choir and uh, we were so excited to sing what was, that. Lex, I'm sorry, my head, my head, my headphones fell off. What was it? Can you do that again? I'm sorry, bye. I used to know the actual words, but you you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I get. I'm sorry, my headphones are off again. Could you? You were close. I mean, you're close, Lex. But you... <laughs> yep. You're close. Hey, it's been a long time since I sang that in choir. But I remember when the choir director said we're going to sing it, we all got very, very excited. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I got excited hearing you say that twice. That was great. That was Lex. Uh, Coming up next, the Dirt Alert. Everybody stay with us. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one hundred seven one. It's time to get caught up uh, with the big entertainment stories of the day in the Dirt Alert. Now, while Elizabeth is doing the Dirt Alert, if you would like to call now, uh, Dawn Dreamweaver is coming up next six five one six four one one zero seven one six five one six four one one zero seven one. You can talk to Dawn right now and get the dream ready. We'll do that after the Dirt Alert. Elizabeth, what do we have? Hi, good morning, you guys. Hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. You too. Thank you too. Well, thanks. I don't know if when you were sitting around the Thanksgiving table, you were talking about the things that Kim Kardashian West was talking about over the weekend, but I'll tell you, and then you can tell me if you shared these things with your family. Um, Last night's episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, this is getting lots of headlines today. Kim Kardashian talked about her wild years during a conversation with Scott Disick and Kendall Jenner, and they were talking about rumors that Kim Kardashian went to Disney and um, was high or Six Flags or something. Kendall Jenner said, I didn't know that you got high. And Kim Kardashian West said, I got married on ecstasy the first (gasps) time. Oh, I totally forgot that she married Damon Thomas, a music producer in 2000. Oh, I thought she was referring to the Chris Humphreys wedding. Yeah, I thought, yeah, not the case. Then she said, which would have been really intense because that wedding was televised. Um, then she said, I did ecstasy once and I got married. I did it again. I made a sex tape like everything bad would happen. She's referring to the sex tape that catapulted her to worldwide fame with Ray J, brother of Brandy. Yep. And then uh, Scott Disick said, you were high on ecstasy when you made that sex tape. And she said, absolutely. Everyone knows it. And she said, my jaw was shaking the whole time. I didn't know that happens when you take ecstasy because... I don't know anything about ecstasy, but she, um, Hmm. that now, um, you know, I think maybe explains a little bit, but yeah. Oh, all right. Wow. Well, I've never done it either. So I don't know 
what she's talking about. It is, um, you know, I think what we can understand and like, you know, even if you didn't take it to that extreme, I mean, we all have, if you got together with like your high school friends or your college friends over the Thanksgiving weekend, and then you talk about the old days Mm -hmm. and you think, wow, that was dumb. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And and just grateful how the social media wasn't around then. Uh, Hashtag risky behavior. (laughs) Hashtag thank God no Facebook. (laughs) Right. Right. You would see so many photos of me in inappropriate tube tops. Your jaw would drop. <laughs> Just inappropriate, inappropriate tube, tube tops. tops. Oh. It's just something I never thought I would hear you say, <laughs> Please. Elizabeth. It's like how I got through college. Like that. Inappropriate tube tops and procrastination is oh. the theme of my college experience. <laughs> I just, oh, Elizabeth, you have just made me smile this morning. Jason, maybe I'll dig up an old photo and show it just to you. Oh, please. Please do. Okay, please do. Would, yes. it, would it be odd if I texted you a photo of me in a tube top with no, Colin not, Colin are you like, kidding what's me? going on in this oh, relationship? No, not at all. <laughs> hey, do you guys think you want Jerry Springer back on TV? I don't care because you're going to get it, okay? Because it's happening. Oh. Jerry Springer has a syndicated court show coming out called Judge Jerry. Okay, that's kind of... Okay, this could be cute. Yeah, like that, that, that works. Yeah, this yeah, could be something cute. different from what he used to do. Yeah, so it's going to debut in national well, syndication <laughs> in fall of 2019. And um, it's been sold apparently in 75% of the U.S. to stations who are you know oh, deciding that they want to pick it up. Um, he is a lawyer. He went to Northwestern. Mm-hmm. He yeah. worked for two law firms before he transitioned to politics and then to television and then to the esteemed... Jerry Springer talk show. Again, yeah, he was an incredibly popular mayor, I believe, of Cincinnati. Uh, and and a smart guy. It was only... He was on TV for 27 seasons with his yeah. Jerry Springer show. I mean, it's, you know... yeah, Doing, I, you know, My Baby Daddy and... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. He might be good at this. And so if you've I been missing so. Jerry Springer, he will be back in television. And then <laughs> um, and then that is part of a bigger conversation, which is about the new syndicated show launches in terms of newcomers. So Kelly Clarkson has her um, talk show. Tamron Hall and Mel Robbins have talk shows. There's also a RuPaul talk show project targeted for next fall. Mm. Uh, Fox stations are testing a Dr. Steve Perry talk show in January. And then, of course, we have Jerry Springer. So the conversation is that when it comes to like newcomers in this realm, this is shaping up to be one of the most competitive years. How do you think Kelly Clarkson's going to do? I don't know. I have no idea. I can't figure it out. I think if anybody has a shot, she is very likable and she's she's definitely authentic. Um, but like I say to you, I mean, I say this all the time, a, a single person talk show is the hardest job. I don't know how people do it. I would want to throw up every day backstage if I had your job, Jason. It would be like, <laughs> it would make me way too stressed. It, yeah, I, it's, I, it's a lot. I mean, what if you have a coughing fit? What happens? Who do you talk? Who do you turn to? Steve just mm-hmm. had to walk off the show the other day because he started coughing. Thank goodness I was there to read the old teleprompter. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think she's, I think she's equipped to do it. But again, it's such an elusive thing. I mean, there there have been really good people that have tried to do it. It's impossible to predict, right? It is. Yeah. I mean, you can be very likable, and there's been a lot of people that have, and and it doesn't always 
It doesn't always work. You can always I mean, also be like a television master like Katie Couric or Meredith Vieira, and it doesn't work. No. Yeah. That, I think, had a little bit more to do with salaries, though. I think they pay those people way too much, and then it's mm-hmm. just not... It's just not um, sustainable um nope. speaking of people with their own shows alec baldwin showed up for his arraignment in his um alleged parking space assault mm. he's charged with punching a new york city driver over a parking space it, I, like I'll, I'll maintain this alec baldwin needs to leave new york he needs room to spread his wings he can't yes, he handle does. all this yes. uh, it, yep. new york isn't good for him that's what i have i'm with you mm. he needs some acreage yes six six five one six four one one oh seven one call dawn for dawn dreamweaver We'll put you on hold for just a few more minutes because that is next. Stay with us, everyone. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk Mortal 7-1, Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean of the Putin Bay, Ohio McLeans. Thank you for being here. The little island that produces a wine. Nice. Putin Bay, Ohio. Mm-hmm. That's right. Ever heard of it? No, no. Oh, yeah. I'm from there, I guess. Yeah, I've Putin never Bay. Even heard of it? Maybe I was yeah. drunk the whole time. Maybe you were. <laughs> Where am I from? Missouri. Eight thirty three. Speaking of uh, Sir Don McLean, <laughs> Madame McLean, uh, it is time for one of your favorite segments. Now at a new time, Dreamweaver. Why don't you tell me about your dream? I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was naked at work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then, I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Dreamweaver Dawn. Dreamweaver Dawn. What is your dream, as they said in Pretty Woman? What is your dream? Everybody's got a dream. Did you dream you were riding on the back of an alligator (laughs) flying over a rainbow? Did you dream that you were in a Benny Hill episode and you want to know what it means? Well, Don McClain is here to help you. Mm. Please keep your all of uh, the folks holding. Please. Uh, Brevity (laughs) is key. Keep your dreams. uh, Just, you know, give us the bullet points. Don, who do we have first? First, we have Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Hi, good morning. Good morning, Sharon. Tell us about your dream. Okay, maybe the children should leave the room for this one. But anyway, <laughs> I find find myself really up high looking out a window with a with what I would call a teacher down at the ocean and the beach and all of a sudden a very thin white glider flies past the window and lands on the beach and about five to seven people get out and they're going to attack the village and so I run down the teacher doesn't go but I run down and um, and we're a simple village and we have bows and arrows and they have these strange guns I'd never seen and previously I'd asked them for a gun but which sometimes I do in my dreams but they didn't I didn't get one but anyway so um, we capture one guy who's helping us understand how to use the gun and it's a rapid-fire gun but also it has the ability to um, melt people's skin and oh. and you do it like water where you you go past them but but they still survive and they're all red and bloody and then um, the guy that uh, was helping us sort of turns against us and then I take the gun and I use it on him mm-hmm. and 
wipe out his skin, and then I wake up. <laughs> Very detached I was. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. Have fun with that one, Dawn. All right. So um, some of the significant symbols in here, a beach. This is where your conscious and subconscious minds connect. So it, it's an emotional state that you were in the day before because water is conscious life experiences, and whenever it meets the shore... Okay, the shore is your subconscious mind. It's always significant when you dream about the ocean meeting the shore. Uh, so oh. it was a very emotional day that you had the day before. Um, if you're up high in a structure, that's your super conscious mind. And those people that are attacking on the beach are parts of yourself. Okay, the teacher is your inner authority. And then you have yourself trying to change because guns and weapons are tools for change. So you are learning, and it's emotional for you, it's, it sounds like, that you are learning how to change parts of yourself, but you haven't quite gotten it yet. Oh. Okay, that's the best oh. I can do. Yeah. Tools of change. I wouldn't that's... have thought of that at all. And you yeah. know how to use those tools. You're just learning. You're in the process of learning. Mm. But it well, doesn't say what I'm trying to change. No, I don't know that. You'll have to think right. about that on your own. Yeah. Oh, darn. That's a different show. Yeah, that's a different show. Exactly. I don't know the inner workings I of like your mind that. that deeply. I like her. You have to <laughs> contemplate that and figure that out, okay? Yeah. Thank you. Oh, okay, Sharon. Bye. Right, bye. Who, who do we have next, Don? Next, we have uh, Joyce on the phone. Hi, Joyce. Welcome to Dreamweaver. What's your dream? Good morning. Um, okay, so my mother-in-law passed away this year. My own mother has had some health issues. And my mother was in the hospital, and I had to go up three flights of stairs to find her. I couldn't find her. And so I got up to the second landing, and here was like a lab where you draw blood. Mm -hmm. And my mother-in-law is sitting there having her blood drawn, and she looks at me and smiles. And so I walked in, and here's my own mother waiting her turn. And my mother-in-law looks at my mother and says, come it, it's it's wonderful you need to come and i freaked out and i was like no 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 and that's where it ended don okay um this has to do with uh seeing yourself as a creator and moving towards that because death has changed like i said in the previous dream so um this is parts of yourself that are the ultimate creator because mothers give birth and they create new ideas. So you are trying to transition on your own. This is not about your mother dying. It's about you making a transition into creating things in your life. And you're getting all parts of yourself to help with that from your subconscious mind. And you have to go into a place of healing to do that. So you got to let go of some of the past in order to move forward and create new things. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Great. Mm. All right. Interesting. Thank you. All right. Thank you. These Joyce. are interesting. Bye. I, I, these are our interesting ones today. Okay. Dreamweaver Dawn. Who do we have next? <laughs> next we have Pam. Hi, Pam. Hi. Hi. Tell us your dream. Okay. Um. Well, I I had a dream that a a big military cargo plane was flying low and it flew over my house. And you could read the lettering and everything on the bottom of the plane. Um, I don't know if I was afraid it was going to crash because then I woke up right away. Okay. But the thing that really freaked me out is what happened the next morning. Is I was in the house and I 
heard and felt this rumbling. So I went outside and I walked out to the driveway and I just stood there and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Um, a cargo plane was flying over the house just above the trees and I could read everything on the bottom of the plane. Okay. And I, 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 was, I froze. I thought, oh my God, what happened? <laughs> Okay, well, I don't know about that as far as you, you know, I'm not really good at if people have things that happen in real life, like predictions, I can just tell you the symbols of what the dream is, okay? Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) All right, so this has to do with your self-discipline, and it has to do with a company, church, or some type of an organization, since it's a big plane, and the military has to do with self-discipline. So you're trying to overcome some type of something it could be laziness it could be something like that and you are seeing this happen within yourself um but as far as seeing a plane the next day i i don't know wow does it matter what it said on uh, that what she could read on the plane probably not is it just work it, it just, just means that it's so close to her that oh okay she can see it i don't know if there's it. any symbols significance yeah i couldn't i couldn't tell you what it said anyway (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much do we have one more yeah we do all right kelly um you are up go ahead hey girl hey hey Hey, girl hey hey. (laughs) (laughs) okay so i have this reoccurring dream about um tornadoes so i'm in a house um in a field and I'm trying to get my kids together and we're rushing down to the basement to seek shelter and we can't get down far enough. Like we're going basement to basement to basement mm-hmm. and it just keeps going. Okay. And that's pretty much it, but it, it, I have this dream all the time. Okay. Mm. All right. So when you're having this dream, this has to do with throughout the day, 24 to 48 hours before you had a lot of inner turmoil or confusion and, mm-hmm. um, I think that the best thing for you to do is to remember that when it's happening and learn how to still your mind because you have a tendency in those moments whenever you're having inner turmoil or confusion is that um, you have to try to gather all the parts of yourself to try to get yourself back together and calm down a little bit, but your mind is too busy, okay? And so you keep trying to go lower and lower and do things that are like base level thoughts to try to overcome this inner turmoil, but you really just need to still yourself. Mm. Wow. Okay. You're, you're, that makes sense. My mind is always racing. Yeah. You got to get, <laughs> you, maybe you need to learn how to meditate. That would help you get away. You actually have kids, right? This is all your. Yes. Okay. I do. You need to take time to get away from them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I, that's probably what it is. Okay. Okay. Oh, Thank by the way, so- I'll be at the Jason show on Friday. Oh. oh, well, I will see you then. I can't wait to Take see you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye, Thank bye, you, Kelly. sweetheart. Bye. There's Kelly. Oh, there we go. Some interesting, uh, interesting dweem. Uh, dweem. <laughs> Some interesting dweem we was today with Don McQueen. Uh, oh, boy. Um, I will answer some emails that I got during that. We just didn't have time to address those right now. So, eight four, and don't forget, we do Dreamweaver Dawn every Monday at eight thirty. Now eight thirty. Thank you very much. Uh, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna be right back after these messages.
We are so glad you're here. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything Alexis is gift wrapped and waiting for you. She's very expensive, though, so. Mm-hmm. Fragile. Fragile. <laughs> fragile. Alexis, Alexis is fragile. <laughs> oh, we always love these days. Uh, after, a, after a long break, come back. We always have some, uh, some good stories. Dawn, did you see... Um, did you see Stars Born Again? Oh, yes. I saw it Did yesterday. You? I went to the Alamo Draft House. <gasps> you went. Oh, yes. God, my Ghibli's just got all very happy. I haven't Ghibli. been. You uh, haven't been, Lex? No, I know. I know. Would you like to go with me? Sure. Watch this, Dawn. Okay. Oh, she said yes. Oh, okay. I mean, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no way. We don't do anything together. <laughs> Never. Ever. I want to hang out with you. Oh, no. Okay, I know. I, know. I, d- I saw Stars Born Again. <sighs> I went with a friend who hadn't seen it before. Okay, and it's just even better the second time. Yes, oh Hallelujah, praise God. your sister. Oh, yes, jeez, oh, they're both so unbelievable. Everybody in it is great. Andrew Dice Clay plays the dad. Um, you've got uh, Dave Chappelle is in it. Uh, Sam Elliott. Oh my gosh, Bradley Cooper this- is unbelievable. The second time, I thought Colin oh was. I thought Colin's brain was just going to ooze out of his ears. He was he was like heaving. He like at the end, cry, like trying to hold in a cry so hard. <laughs> oh, and he I cried was too. harder the second time. Yes, oh. I did too. I cried way harder the second time. I had a single tear out my left eye. Thank goodness the friend I was with was on my right. Oh, so you can just so wipe it away quick and yeah. But then, I would go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> oh, there was tears coming from them as well. So. Oh, I would goodness. suggest going to see it by yourself because I let it loose. Like I looked like I had been in a fight or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I'm not joking. I was a mess. I, I'm I, I looked like I had I had just filmed a scene for a reality show. I was I just a mess. Oh, oh. god. I love that. I love that she movie is so much. So incredible. Now there was one point I told my friend that we recreate a scene in it before the movie. I'm like, listen, there's a part that I might chuckle at that I shouldn't, but we recreate it sometimes on a daily basis. I do the Bradley Cooper part and they're like, really? I don't know what you're talking about, Don. And I was like, (laughs) when it happened. Yeah, I was like, oh, here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What oh, part? Yeah, you mean this part? Again, I think. Hey. What? I just want to take another look at you. <laughs> that part, Don? Yes, that part. That's exactly the part. Yeah. Lex, you won't go see it. You barely see a movie one time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't mm. really normally see movies twice. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. This one I won't. I probably won't see again. I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. But I just, oh yeah. I think it's the yeah. It's the story. I wasn't prepared for what was about to happen. Um, I mean, not that you should be, <laughs> but I, I hadn't seen the other A Star Is Born. You know, the other two. So, um, but yeah, I, I liked it a lot. My brother didn't like it as much. Oh. In fact, he calls it a a, a souped up lifetime movie. Oh really? Oh. Yeah, with good music, and I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, 
I love Jake, but I could not <laughs> disagree more. Yeah. I wish he was on the phone right now. Uh, uh, well, the first person I went and saw it with also felt that way. Yeah. They didn't really like it. And I'm like, are you crazy? We might not be friends anymore. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. I Oh, because I loved it. Because I was really worried when we saw the trailer. Yeah. I loved the trailer so much that I was afraid the movie wouldn't live up to the trailer. It did. To me, which is rare. You know what trailer Mm -hmm. always lives up to the product (laughs) is the trailer for the Donna and Steve show. That's right. Both both are here today. Yep. Mm -hmm. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. (laughs) Donna, what do you have coming up in your program today? Um, Well, it's Steve's birthday. It is Steve's birthday. We're gonna. Yesterday oh, was his birthday. So happy gonna, birthday! Thank you. So we're gonna make him open his gifts on the air. Nice. Oh, very nice. Got okay. that on the way. And then we also have a uh, Facebook question going up today, and it is this: If you could see one annual event eliminated, never happens again. Oh, what Ooh. would it be? Oh, I know Jace's answer. Oh. What? What do you think it is? P D and D. Oh, yeah. That's, Instantly. That I'm just not occurred to me in this moment. I'm not joking. I would give them back 30% of my salary <laughs> if we never had to do Project oh, wow. Donnie I think we should get 30% more just for doing it. Thank yeah. yeah. How about like a little bonus for doing that? Wouldn't that yeah, be fun? Totally. Yeah. Oh, that's the best thing. Donna, you knew exactly. Yeah. yeah. It just occurred to me in this moment, thinking outside the box instead of like, you know, a holiday. Yeah. Uh-uh. Get rid of that. PD and D. Yep. <laughs> yep. Take my that's money, a good girl. Question. All right. It's a good question. Coming up next on Donna and Steve, that's going to do it for us. If you're a kid listening that's being bullied, you go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you, unless you're a terrible person. Oof. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. Love ya. It's a beautiful day. As a parent, no two days are ever the same. And let's face it, sometimes a little extra help goes a really long way. That's what's so great about Care.com. They make it easier than ever to find local, experienced, and background-checked childcare to help manage your family's ever-changing needs and schedule. From nannies and babysitters to daycare centers and tutors, find help for long- or short-term support. Whether you need an after-school sitter or help with the homework, there's a large selection to choose from. And all caregivers who use Care.com are required to complete a background check before they're able to interact with families on the platform. It's so easy. Just go to Care.com and post a job for caregivers to apply. You can search for qualified candidates, read reviews and ratings, check their availability, and send messages directly. You can even find other kinds of care, including housekeepers, dog walkers, and caregivers for seniors. Find care for all you love. Sign up now and see why over 3 million families use Care.com. Visit Care.com today. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit liveone.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now.